whenever I'm interviewing someone, this is for you while you're in the interviewing process. Whenever you're interviewing someone, whenever you're recording, I like to take timestamps of stuff that I really want to highlight. And I do my I do timestamps of stuff that I want to remove or I think is bad. And what I'll do, and I'm doing it, I was doing it through our interview here. I'll put a plus sign and a timestamp. And then when I send it over to my team, I'll say, listen, plus sign means this is key. Because every once in a while, your, your guests are going to give you something really gold. And to, to ask your agency, to ask your team to understand exactly, to find that exact moment, it's going to be impossible. You're the brains. So just putting a quick plus sign and a timestamp, a minus sign and a timestamp is, is really key. Welcome to the Talking Silkworm Podcast, the go-to show for coaches and entrepreneurs seeking to build and grow their audiences by using the power of their voice. We provide valuable insights, advice, and resources to help you create a strong online presence and connect with your ideal audience. Whether you have a podcast, video channel, course, or any other type of content that involves your voice, with new episodes every week, you'll always have access to the latest strategies for taking your voice-based content to the next level. Are you ready to take action and start building your audience? Tune in and let us help you unleash the power of your voice. Recording a podcast is easy if you set up the right systems at the right times. You don't have to do it all yourself. You can always build systems and standardized procedures in order to be able to either delegate or automate your processes. But how can you do that? So today we're going to have Mark Savant answer this question. Mark Savant is a podcast producer, so he has a very good knowledge on this, and he focuses particularly on podcast production systems or how to build systems to make your content production easier, faster, and more effective. In our conversation, he's going to give us uh, some information around that, why it is so important to have systems around your content production and podcast production process and tools and strategies that you can implement right now to make everything smoother in your process. Remember, as a content creator, the idea is that the content can be easily processed, produced, published, and promoted without you necessarily being in the process. Because if, if you become a bottleneck, if you're not available or if you're absent, everything is going to stop. So you need to make sure your content and your processes continue to operate even if you're not there working on the tasks directly. So without further ado, here goes our conversation with Mark Savant. Yo, what's up, David? pleased and excited to be here today to talk podcast production baby it's yes. my jam yes 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 okay by the way those for those listening this is take two because the other day we were recording and i had a power outage and yeah so we had to reschedule but i'm glad we were able to do it so mark uh you're a podcast producer you're a podcast producer and you also focus on something very important that i always insist every single coach out there should do which is implementing systems for content creation all right so but before we jump into that tell us a little bit about your background about what you do and why you focus on building systems in your content creation process yo david so 
systems are everything. They make things simple. And I think that with podcasting, there's so many things that people love to do. I love hopping on calls. I love recording. I love meeting new people. I love getting those emails the day after an episode goes live when someone says, wow, I really enjoyed that. But there's parts of the process that I don't enjoy. Okay? Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy all the tedious stuff, the editing, the calendars. And there's so many tools out there available to help either automate your systems or there's so many amazing people all across the globe that are excited and willing and able to help your show. And, and that's really what my passion has been about is, is helping clients really get clear on their why, who they're speaking with, what they can do, why their show is different, and then helping people implement the systems so they can produce an awesome show. Absolutely, yes. And I think, Mark, uh, systems are necessary not just to get started with a show, but also to make sure that it's going to last for a long period of time. Because if you don't have a systemized procedure or process for running your show, if you are absent, you're not going to be able to delegate or automate some steps of the process on the one side. And on the other side, uh, things are might be or you might get a little bit busier than you should, and it's gonna be taking a long, like more time than it should from your actual work time. Yeah, I was just talking with a consulting client this morning about this exact same topic. They're launching a new podcast, and they're saying, "Mark, when can we go live?" They kind of keep pushing the date back and say, "Listen, we're just gonna go live." But I think the key to launching a show is is shifting your focus from that production mentality to the promotion mentality, yes. right? And so, you know, I don't know if we want to go this direction, but when you're like, again, when you're launching a new show, uh, you, you want to make sure you've got a calendar set. You've already got your episodes already edited, done, completed. So then you can spend a week or two just messaging as many people as possible, guesting on other shows, going live, doing things like that. So anyways, these small tweaks that you can make it can make it all the difference because you as you as well as I know, David, that the first six weeks of your podcast are pretty important. You got to get those downloads. You got to get that social proof, that credibility, and, and it can uh, it can add up. Yes, absolutely. And this is something I insist also on is uh, like the recording is just a very small part of the process. And I think you know that it usually is the funniest, like the, the most entertaining part and, and the most enjoyable part. But it's like eventually you get to systemize that and it becomes something that you do really, really quickly. And some people think that creating a podcast is all about getting the recording done. And no, that's just like the very like this is the second step in the whole process. And as we were mentioning in uh, in an episode we recorded a few weeks ago, and I think it was Neil Patel who originally mentioned this, is you should be focusing 20% of your time on creating the content and 80% of your time on promoting the content. Because a podcast is not about the recording, it's about the message. And you need to make sure that message gets through and reaches your audience. So, Mark, systems. Systems are going to guarantee that things are easy for you, that are like simple to execute and fast to execute, because sometimes a podcast, depending on the complexity you want to apply to it, it can get it can have a lot of moving parts. So, what should be like the two or three systems? Because like though there is pre-production, production, post-production, and then promotion. Like there are like these four stages. So, what are like a couple of main systems or core systems you should implement if you are a, a solopreneur or a small business owner? You want to start a podcast and begin building an audience. Okay, so 
a lot to chop up here in the next 20 minutes, right? So I think first off is is, is all that brand strategy type of stuff, right? Who am I speaking to? Why is it important, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that's a whole nother kind of topic. But before you even start recording, you also want to, I think, be clear on where you want your content to live. You want to have at least two social media platforms. One is for your long form content. That could be your, your, your podcast itself, the RSS feed to iTunes. Maybe that's YouTube, right? So those to me are probably two of the most popular places for long form content to live. And then you want a place for your short form content to live as well. This is for highly engaged uh, situations like LinkedIn, where you can be DMing people and, and sharing and messaging and sharing clips or Instagram. I find Instagram and LinkedIn to be two of the most popular. Okay. So once you're clear on that, then you can start implementing systems. And I think that two of the most important things to do, A, is get a calendar in place, right? Mm -hmm. Totally under underestimated the the value of having a calendar. Yep. This helps with a lot of things, everything from making sure that you're hitting your deadlines and your timelines. And if you have a team, this is even more important, but it also helps you to plan ahead for special events. I yes. mean, I my first show was called The Awesome Dad Show. It spoke solely to fathers, although 60% of my listenership is, is moms, but that's a whole nother story, which is another reason that podcasting is interesting and you got to look at your data. But the Awesome Dad Show, I actually missed Father's Day. I didn't have a Father's Day episode the first oh year. Oh, God. Okay. I wasn't planning ahead. I didn't have a calendar. It was just like, oh, today's Father's Day. You know? So I, I think that having a calendar is, is really important. And the third thing I'd say um, is you, you want to write down a list. You want to try to write down a list of all the systems, all the processes. I have checklists. I'm sure you do as well that I can help people out with. So if you anyway, if you want my checklist, contact at marksfontmedia.com. I got your back. So anyway, I think you want to have a checklist that's clear on all the different steps. You want to have a calendar, and then you want to be clear on the two the two platforms that you're going to spend the most time on. And, and the reason this is important, again, is this is not the automation or the systems part itself, but you need to lay a foundation. You need to have a concrete slab that your building is built on. Because if you start building systems on 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 sand, you're going to sink. It's no bueno. It's no good. So I think that these core concepts are really important to even building up your systems. Absolutely. Okay. I'm taking a lot, lots of notes here. So the foundation, I do think the calendar is key. And this is something uh, that we always insist our clients to implement and we help them because we, we, we do it for them where we create a template and then we have them uh, fill up the template or we fill it, uh, fill it up with them, which is a content calendar. So that way they're going to know what they're going to talk about, when they're going to be talking about it, and a particular situation or event comes around, like, a, I don't know, a, a celebration or, a, I don't know, an event or something that they're going to know in advance what they're going to be talking about. And also it's going to be easier for them to keep track of what uh, topics they covered and what topics they're going to cover because it is, it's easy, and you know this, Mark, it's very easy to run out of topic ideas. It's very easy. So with a content calendar you, calendar, you can easily guarantee if you're publishing one uh, episode per week, you can easily do like 52 weeks out of uh, from, of content uh, just li by listing the idea. So it's going to be easier. Well, it's also important too, because I think one of the most important things that we do with our podcast is to help educate people, to help provide them value, help them move the needle. You know, if you're speaking to the health and wellness community, what are some like... I think that when you schedule out a calendar, you're able to have a more cohesive strategy for your listener instead of just random eat carrots here, do exercise there. It's let's talk about 
what it looks like to really put together a diet or what it takes to have. And, and it's hard to do that within one episode. But if you're planning out with a the calendar, then your social media, your podcast, everything kind of plays off one another. Yes, absolutely. It's easy to go off track as well. Yeah, you end start uh, uh, you start speaking about nutrition, and then you end up speaking about real estate or entrepreneurship. Like sometimes you can go by the bushes and end up speaking about something that is not so relevant to your audience or something different than your audience originally subscribed to your podcast for. And, and the other thing you mentioned that is, I think it's very important, uh, Mark, is documenting the process, right? Making the list of the systems, creating checklists, documenting the process is going to be super important because eventually if you're a business owner, like you don't want to take care of all these little things. Like you don't want to do all of this and take care of uploading the episode and making sure the, uh, the things are edited. And now like you want to delegate this. And if things are written down, you can easily pass this information on to someone else. Hello there. Sorry for the interruption, but I'm sure you'll appreciate this. We are always creating new tools and resources to help you improve your craft as a podcaster. A manual for your podcast guests to sound and look better? We've got it. A content calendar template to organize your show? We've got that too. A guide to buy the best recording equipment without breaking the bank? Yes, we've got that as well. We even have a course on how to record podcasts. Get your hands on these resources today at talkingsilkworm.com slash resources. We're constantly updating this page with new tools and resources just for you. Remember, talkingsilkworm.com slash resources. All right, that's it for this special message. Now let's get back to the episode. So... Do you recommend a particular tools or platforms for people to build their processes or document their processes? Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can do this. And, it, you know, this is, I think, a, a question that it, it depends on the person. It depends on the show, the goals, et cetera. Um, but I'll just break down. So the Google Suite is great. The Google Suite is is basically free. And now if you've got Gmail. You've got your calendar. You've got spreadsheets. You've got... Uh, you're, you've got a cloud drive where you and your client, you know, your team, your clients can all save your documents. So the whole the whole Google suite is is fantastic. Um, and it's also because it's become the industry standard correlates with a lot of other programs. I use Monday, for example, for my project management for clients. It all automates. It's got tons of automations that integrate directly with the whole Google suite. Another program I use is Calendly. Calendly is a great way of scheduling out your meetings. Uh, so, for example, if David and I are going to be meeting uh, next Tuesday, we could I can send him a Calendly link. He answers key questions. It automatically sets up the link. It automatically sets up the Zoom call if that's what you're doing. A lot of automation there. And uh, just a third platform is Zapier. Zapier is another way that I integrate multiple platforms together with each other. It helps with some automations between my Calendly and my calendar, uh, as well as spreadsheets. And so again, there's a lot of, there's just so many awesome tools out there. I mean, heck, another one, Headliner. Headliner is a great tool. Oh it's, yeah, I love it. Headliner is a great way of, of automating and making um, audiograms super simple to create. So again, these are just there's so many cool apps out there, but these are a few of my favorite. Yes, uh, there are so many ways that you can automate or semi-automate like everyday processes. I think Calendly, for example, make things so easy. Like you don't have to send like a, 
a dozen emails, like trying to figure out a date and time for a meeting. You just send over the link and the person will take care of scheduling themselves. That makes it so much easier. Uh, okay. It's great. I will say this, though, and something that I found bizarre about Calendly is some people don't like it. Some people find it very kind of like non-professional or they feel like you're kind of being dismissive. Oh, fill out this link and then we'll talk type of thing, you know. So just be aware that if you're trying to really connect with like a really big guest, you might go outside of your automation. Yes. To accommodate that special guest, you know. So again, we're getting a little bit nuanced and complicated. 90% of people are going to be perfectly fine with Calendly. But for those odd few that they're, that are not, I like to give an option. Um, and at least for me, I have a team. I have seven people behind my production, the production of the shows that I work with. Um, and, and I think that, again, if you're following putting together a calendar, if you're clear on your platforms, if you have your checklist together, you can start to outsource certain projects to other human beings. You can automate and you can outsource. And I just want to say that I think that outsourcing, whether you have one person, two people, or an entire agency behind you, it makes podcasting a lot more manageable. It makes it a lot does. more fun. It does. It does. It does. Yes. And to add an additional note on the Canonly thing, I do think you should make your communication very human and you, you should customize your, your messages. So even though, if for example, even though you're using Canonly, you can still say, hey, uh, I would like, would like us to meet next week. Uh, is Thursday or Wednesday this time okay for you? Does it work for you? If it does, you can uh, feel free to use my link here. Or otherwise, let me know if you have other uh, uh, better times for you and we can figure it out. Like always use that as an alternative because like the tools are not like a straitjacket. You always need to focus on the like human as aspect, yeah, on the human interaction side of your of your business and not just rely fully and completely on automation because it does feel like sometimes a little bit robotic when you get like this templated or and, and it's easy to tell like it's easy to notice when you see something is just a copy paste version of something that has been sent to everybody else it's easy to notice so always customize your your messages okay mark now moving a little bit from like the general aspect of system creation, I would like to talk a little bit more particularly of promotion, building systems around promotion, because as uh, we mentioned a moment ago, promotion should be like 80% of your time and work. What are some systems you will recommend to set in place in order to promote your show? So you mentioned uh, like having like two main channels for promotion and stuff like that. So why don't you elaborate a little, a little bit more on this? Great question, David. And promotion is obviously very important. And mm -hmm. kind of just to expand on a point we made before, when you set up your calendar and you're really clear on your goal to educate, to teach, to help really pour into someone and provide value, um, you need to have systems so that you're able to make sure that that messaging is cohesive from top to bottom in your episode, mm -hmm. in your title, in your... Uh, show notes in your Instagram stories, everything you want to have cohesive. So there's some things that I think you can do when you're recording to make sure that that final product is on point. So again, I just don't think that, I think that if you try to do everything yourself, you probably end up getting burnt out because there's so many different aspects to podcasting. So I think that you should, I, th I think that everybody, if you want to have fun podcasting, really move the needle, you're, you're eventually going to need to bring in new people, outsource, lean on graphic designers, um, social media experts, podcast editors, video editors. You're just not going to be able to do everything by yourself while you're 
building your show, you're, uh, you're doing business development, all this stuff, right? However, so I just want to talk to everyone out there who says, you know what, Mark, I would like to outsource some of this stuff. I, I'm overwhelmed. I want to talk to you for just a minute here. There's a few things that you, you, you need to do in order to relay this information cohesively to your team, okay? Or to your agency. You need to have some sort of Okay, so first off, you need some sort of checklist or document that you send over to your team that gives them information. Okay, one of the things that Dave and I were just talking about on my show, The After Hours Entrepreneur, was finding systems and ways to to get information from your expert, your client. Your client is the expert. How to get information in a in a in a way that it it makes sense for your your team. Okay, so anyway, I'm going off a little bit of tangent. So, what are some things you can do? to smooth out the production so that your production team, your agency knows what they're doing. So, okay. One thing is you have an upload checklist, which is going to have a a few different items on there. It's going to have links. Um, I always make sure that my guest gives a proposed title or my, my client gives a proposed title. Like what, what would you like this title to be about? And then we'll go in and we'll use keywords and stuff like that to clean it up. Next, what are three key takeaways? What are three things that everyone needs to know? Right? And to take that a step further, whenever I'm interviewing someone, this is for you while you're in the interviewing process, whenever you're interviewing someone, whenever you're recording, I like to take timestamps of stuff that I really want to highlight. And I do my I do timestamps of stuff that I want to remove or I think is bad. And what I'll do, and I'm doing it, I was doing it through our interview here. I'll put a plus sign and a timestamp. And then when I send it over to my team, I'll say, listen, plus sign means this is key. Because every once in a while, your, your guests are going to give you something really gold. And to, to ask your agency, to ask your team to understand exactly, to find that exact moment, it's going to be impossible. You're the brains. So just putting a quick plus sign and a timestamp, a minus sign and a timestamp is, is really key. Um, another thing that I think is important is silence, right? In, in between points, let silence ride. It, it makes it a lot easier for a team to edit and clean up if you just Give yourself some grace. Give yourself five seconds of silence. And, and then, I will. I will. Add to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt, Mark. Yes. In, in the side of silence, I think. I think silence is also important for the conversation because it gives the listener time for thought. Sometimes, yes. like the the uh, the client wants you to just remove all the dead silences and like have everything sounded like in a rush. No, like you need those silences. Like they silence conveys emotion and conveys information as well. That is such a good point. That's yeah. such a, there are definitely podcasts that I've listened to. I listen back to my own show and it just sounds like one run on sentence. Yes. You know, it's like a big run. Of, it's like a bunch of, it's just a run on sentence. So taking those moments after you've said a good point, a really relevant point, like, please let silence ride on your show. Yes. It helps to create emphasis, like you said. It does. It does. And then the, the, it also makes it easier to, to edit or to figure out where you want to remove stuff. We could get super granular there. But the other thing I think is important for automating or, or giving, I feel like we're just two podcast producers commiserating over best practices. But <laughs> the other thing that I think is, is good is as soon as the podcast is over, I re- immediately record the introduction and the outro. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Because it's fresh in my mind. Yes. There's key points that stand out. I record it immediately. I send everything over to my team. And a few weeks later, it's good to go. And that is when, oh my gosh, it's so liberating. It's just such a great feeling. I don't know what to say. It's just so great. Okay, okay. So that is a lot of great information. A lot of great points, Mark, for building your systems in terms of 
pre-production, production, post-production, post promotion of your show like there are so many stages but you can i mean the fact that there are so many things doesn't mean it has to be complicated things will be easy if you make sure to build the systems it might be a little bit of work at the beginning but once your systems are running oh my god it gets so easy and so smooth to like just go through everything uh mario i think absolutely, you mentioned absolutely. and i, I just want to yeah. I, I do just want to clarify that you know if you really focus on those first three things we talked about, what platforms are you on? Mm-hmm. Do you have a calendar? And do you have this 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 checklist of, of key to points? It that is like that's the framework with which you can build your home on. And that that's the way I I I I've really learned that the hard way over the past four years. Absolutely. So, uh, Mark, you now that you mentioned checklists, I think you mentioned earlier on during the recording that you have a list of checklists on your website. So why don't you tell us? Because I know people are interested in how to make their lives easier and, and their process, the process is more effective in terms of like creating the content for the audience. So where can we find these tools that you can provide and where can we get in contact with you? You can find everything I'm doing at marksavantmedia.com. It's my name, marksavantmedia.com. Uh, the website is actually being re... I have The next meeting I have today is with my web designer. So we're going to be completely updating it. It's going to look sharp. It's going to look awesome. Um, we can find everything I'm doing at marksavantmedia.com. My goal is to make podcast production simple. Make it simple. And you know, we do that by implementing processes. And in some clients, I do the full done-for-you services. In some cases, I just hop on a few calls. And we help. I help clients build their own small team, build their own system so that they can achieve their goals. Hit me up, marksvontmedia.com. I got your back. All right. So for those listening, all the links to Mark's websites are going to be there in the show notes. So, so you, you go and check the show notes and click those links. And Mark, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. And thank you very much for sharing all this valuable information with us. Thanks for tuning in to the Talking Silkworm podcast. We hope today's episode is valuable to your journey towards building your audience by using the power of your voice. Remember to follow us on social media for more insights, updates, and behind-the-scenes content. Find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at info at TalkingSilkworm.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember to subscribe to our show to get the latest episodes and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you in the next episode.